Hallelujah. Well, go ahead and turn to somebody and smile at them. Tell them they're exuberant, whatever that means. Hallelujah. You're overflowing with joy. Glory to God. Amen. If it doesn't look like it, tell them by faith. Hallelujah. Amen. God's good. Come on, tell somebody God's good. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Redeemed to be blessed. How many blessed folks we got in here tonight? Yeah, amen. Redeemed to be blessed. We've been speaking of redemption, and tonight we're going to share a few more things about that. And I want you to see we studied this last week in Galatians. If you wanted to look at it, we're going to Galatians chapter 3, verse 13 and 14. I know you know this, but it says, Christ redeemed us. Shout out, he redeemed me from the curse, from the curse. He died to take the curse away from us of the curse of the law by becoming a curse for us, for it is written, Cursed is everyone who is hanged on a tree, so that in Christ Jesus the blessings of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles, so that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. Amen. I shared with you last week that the word curse speaks about those things that are connected. But thank God because of the anointing, the things that are connected have to be severed off of our life. Because of the anointings, the burdens of the curse... The, uh, the, uh, the spirit of sickness, infirmity, the addictions, the different things that the curse speaks about, the things that try to connect because of generational curses and bloodline can be broken. It talks about the curse as something connected with something or someone. Things can be cursed. And that's why we have to be sensitive about the things that we may have our own or things that we may even be interested in because sometimes there's a curse connected to a thing as well as a person. That the blessings, and the word blessed means to be distinguished, declared by God as fully satisfied, paid for, to empower you and bless you. That we saw in Romans chapter 4, 6 through 9, that he put into your account the favor and counted you as valuable, esteemed you, blessed you, and is fully satisfied with you. We saw about God is able to, in Christ, we are able to redeem time. And that word redeem is not only about Christ redeeming us, but it also speaks that applied to us that we are acting as redeemers and if you didn't put that in your notes you need to put that there because we're going to see that part of the blessing of Abraham is not only being blessed with him but also being a redeemer with him in redeeming those who are under the curse so that we can be a blessing to their lives we that word redeemer means also to act as redeemers to be able to free and to bless others freely you receive freely give so how many want to not only be blessed but you want to be blessers Amen. So we want to see this tonight. In Genesis chapter 12, verse 2, it said in Galatians 3, that's the other translation. Let me, I want to go on to uh, Genesis chapter 12, verse 2 here in the Amplified Bible. And I will make of you a great nation, and I will bless you with abundant increase of favors. Somebody say blessings. With abundant increase of favors. And make, here's the second word, make, make it again, there it is again, and make your name famous and distinguished, and you will be a blessing dispensing good to others. Hallelujah. Now, if you're taking notes, write down, he's talking not only to Abraham, he's talking to me personally. He's talking to me so that I can be blessed and I can be a blessing to others. Now, I'm studying in the Hebrew, Hebrew study guide What's interesting here, if you're taking notes, that in the Hebrew, this study here says that when we are blessed with Father Abraham, in the Hebrew says we're to keep pace with Father Abraham. 
to keep pace with him. How many of you know that, that that's a high calling and that, that's a blessing to be able to think, well, I could keep pace with Abraham, and it means the grace that expects us to be blessed. And in Abraham it says, all the families of the earth or all the families of the ground shall be blessed. If you're taking notes, this is important to be able to break the curse off of our life in different areas. The blessing of Abraham was to unite fallen mankind and even though when God in the Garden of Eden, Eden he cursed the ground with Abraham, he, cursed, uh, he blessed the seed. So even though the earth was cursed with the fall, through Abraham, the blessing came into mankind once again through Abraham. And it says here that we are blessed in Father Abraham because he blessed humanity through Abraham so that the curse of the earth would not come upon us. So we don't want nothing to do with the curse. Amen. And it means there to change the curse, to pronounce upon the ground because of sin, but blessing upon the human race because Abraham was found faithful. And listen, this is something else interesting that it brings out in the Hebrew. You may want to write this note. The blessing of Abraham was not just a one-time thing. It was a, something that was renewed constantly between him and God. Whenever he would go through a difficult situation or a trying time, God would appear to him and renew his faith in the covenant that he had made with him. And so if you're going through something, you need to thank God that that covenant of blessing is being renewed again in your life. If something has happened and devastated you, has attacked your finances, attacked your job, attacked something to do with the blessings of God upon your life, you need to stand up to it and you just need to thank God that the blessings of God is being renewed again in you so that you can be a blessing to others. And it says that his seed will be blessed forever. Somebody shout out forever. Shout out again, forever. It said that the blessings of Abraham will continue forever. It doesn't say that it will stop according to the Wall Street or the finances of America or the world. It says that the blessings of Abraham will be renewed, that when others are going down, there's a power of the blessing to be resurrected and repronounced and repositioned in your life so that when things are coming against you, I praise you that this moment that there's a renewal of blessing coming in my life, that even though things are looking bad in the natural, maybe, maybe you're fighting some things, don't give in to what's the symptoms of the curse. You take your stand that God promised Abraham that in Abraham, his seed would be blessed forever. That means no matter what's happening in the natural, our faith stands in the blessing from God that we're not going to give in to what's going around. We're not going to give in to the virus. We're not going to give in to the things that's going around. We're going to continue to live steadfast under the blessing of God. Can I hear an amen tonight? Amen. Regardless of the circumstances, our faith stands that there is a renewal. Our youth is renewed. The blessings of God is renewed. Health and healing is renewed. Joy is renewed. The glory, the anointing of God is renewed. Come on, amen. So everything that has to do with heaven is not just a one-time process and is done there's a renewal and we see this in the blessings of Abraham God would come to him again after they stole lot after he went to Egypt and all these different areas there was a renewal of the blessing and so if you're going through something you just need to get before God and you want you just need to spend some time Lord I just praise you as you met with Abraham you're meeting with me and I just praise you that there's a renewing of your promise of blessings upon me and it cannot be taken away and it will last forever amen now, there's something here that's interesting. When it says the promise is not only given to Abraham, but to all of his seed, you need to write this down. The seed possesses the blessing 
if they desire the blessing. We are to desire the blessing. It uses that word to desire and to bless. To really receive the blessing in Abraham means we need to desire the blessing upon ourselves. How strong is your desire to be blessed to be a blessing to others? He said he would give you the desires of your heart. If my desire is to helping people, my desire, as uh, I had a brother talking to me before church, and it's, it's an amazing thing. Let me tell this testimony to you. I had, before church this morning, we were writing down in the office, we were writing down the names of as many widows as we could remember. And we were writing them down. Uh, one, uh, somebody wanted to write it down for another reason. I wanted to write it down for another reason. So we were writing in the names of widows because we want to see some things start happening. Well, I had somebody come to me before church tonight. This was this morning. Tonight, somebody came up to me, and they said, Do you know if there's any widows who need electrical work, plumbing work, or any other type of thing? And I said, we were writing names of widows this morning. He says, well, I want to make myself available. I can fix lawnmowers. I can change the battery. I can do electric, electrical work. I could do plumbing work. And you could see the compassion welling up in his eyes. Well, how many of you know that when you desire to do for others, you have a desire for the blessing to be upon you so you can be a blessing for others? The, the harder that the times seem to be, the more I need to desire the blessing of God so that I can be a blessing to others. And sometimes that means I need a renewal of the blessing in my life so that I can renew or redeem the lives of others. This about you will be blessed to be a blessing to others goes once again to that word redeem where it means you will act yourself as redeemers. And I want you just to be praying about this. I want you to be praying that the Holy Spirit, if you really want to go into a deeper blessing, area of blessing, you want something of the curse or something that is slowing you down break off of you, I want to encourage you about this. Ask the Holy Spirit to lead you to somebody who is in desperate need of something. Ask the Holy Spirit to make you sensitive towards the need of somebody and the Holy Spirit just show you their face. Maybe you'll pass by their house. Maybe they don't even come to church. But you pass in front of somebody's house and, and your heart just seems to break when you pass in front of their home. Well, you need to pray and say, Lord, what would you have me do? Maybe you see a couple in church. Maybe you see a couple with a bunch of kids in church or, or out on the street. Or maybe your heart's going towards about giving them some food or something like that. You need to ask God to lead and guide you. And Lord, help me to be able to be a redeemer like Boaz to Ruth. Help me to reach out and touch somebody who may be going through something that loses the redeeming power or it loses the renovation of the blessing God upon your life. If you can't make your rent, find somebody who's blind or deaf or needy. And you sow into that person who cannot help themselves, and you watch God sow into you. There's a renewal of the blessing when we bless others. So many times we want a renewal of the blessing so that I can buy something for me or be blessed or have something. But when I desire, Lord, I'm not asking you for me. I'm asking you to lead me to somebody to be a blessing for them. I'm renewing the covenant to walk in pace with Abraham that everywhere I go, the famine, recession, and hard times cannot overtake me because I'm walking, renewing the time by giving my life and what God has given me to help others. Does that make any sense? That's powerful, ain't it? So the word make there... He says, I will make of you a great nation. I will make your name famous. The word make means the creative activity and the creative power of God. You can't make it happen, but God can make it happen. 
He can do things that you're not even asking God to do for you. When you're going to do for others, when, when you're sensitive about others and, and their needs, he can cause things that you're not even asking God for. For example, Abraham was not asking God to bless him. He was just living his life, cre- uh, building uh, pagan gods and living his life as normal. He wasn't asking, oh, God, Jehovah, I want you to appear to me to uh, bless me. I want to be blessed above all nations. I want to be somebody that you can use. He was just living his life as normal. And God sovereignly appeared to him and showed him that I'm going to make you a blessing and I'm going to bless you in the process. It's kind of like when I got on that airplane that time to go to Argentina And uh, they were going to stick me in between two guys who were smoking Because they were smoking back then on the plane still And I went to the lady behind the desk and I said uh, Is there any way you can move me to another seating? And she says, well just stand right here Let me see what I can do later on So I stood there and I I didn't ask God for, for what was getting ready to happen I didn't even know what God was getting ready to do but as I stood there, she called me back, and she said, if something would go wrong with the plane, would you be willing to help? I said, sure, I'd be willing to help, but there's nothing going wrong with this plane in Jesus' name. She says, well, would you be willing to help? I said, yeah. So they put me in first class. And I sat there in those big old leather seats, and they brought me filet mignon and juice, and I was smiling as everybody was walking by, and I was happy as can be. I did not ask God for first class, but God gave me first class. And when I sat there, the Lord said, that's going to be the devil's first black eye because of a situation we had went through. Then we went, I went to Argentina. I had to move out of our home. I had two weeks to move out of our rental home. I was laying there on the mattress getting ready to, to go to sleep, and the phone rang. A brother from Philadelphia called me. He said, Russ, I heard you've been going through some trouble as far as uh, finding houses and having to move. He says, uh, my wife and I have been praying, and we want you to pick out a house, and we're going to buy it for you cash. I wasn't asking God for our house. God just sovereignly just dropped a house on us. First class, then the house. And I'm bragging on God because I can't say I was using my faith. I was even asking God for that. Just all of these blessings will overtake you. And in the life, there's a renewal in the areas of your life. There's a renewal of blessings. I'm expecting this church to just go to another level as far as missions and giving and doing things around the world because there's a hunger and there's a stirring going on about being a blessing throughout the earth. But I believe that God wants you to have the stirring so that you are opening the door for renewal of blessings upon your life so we can bless others. And His creative power will make you blessed even when you see that there's no way. He's not, he didn't ask Abraham if he was educated and had a, and had a college education education he just told Abraham walk before me perfect and I'll bless you and you'll be blessed now this word made is used here in Psalms 95 5 through 6 the sea is it his for he made it so every time you see something the natural just remember that as God made that he can make you blessed can I hear an amen now I want you to see this scripture I love this scripture here in Zechariah chapter 8 uh, verses 10 through 15 this is the new living translation I want to read this to you tonight it says Before the work on the temple began, there were no jobs and no money to hire people or animals. No jobs and no money. Does it kind of sound like where where we see a lot of things at today? No jobs and no money. No traveler was safe from the enemy, for there were enemies on all sides. I had turned everyone against each other, but now... I will not treat the remnant of my people as I treated them before, says the Lord of heaven's armies. For I am planting, say that with me, I am planting. For I am planting seeds of what? 
of what? And what? There's no jobs. Can't even hire the animals. There's danger on all sides. But he says, I'm going to sow seeds of peace and prosperity among you. The great vines will be heavy with fruit, and the earth will produce its crops, and the heavens will release dew. Once more, I will. I will cause the remnant of Judah and Israel to what? Inherit these blessings. Say it again. Inherit these blessings. There's no jobs. There's no money. There's danger. Everything all around you. But I will once again cause my people to inherit the blessings. Among the other nations, Judah and Israel become symbols of a cursed nation, but no longer. Now I will rescue you and make you both. Look at this. Make you both. I want you to see this here. Let me see how I turn my little buzzer down. Um, but now I am determined. We've got to go to the next one, don't we? Where are we? Okay, look at this. Yeah, thank you. I will rescue and make you both a symbol and a source. Somebody shout out. Look at that. Shout that out. What does that say? Now, these are people who don't have a job. They can't even hire their mule for work. They can't even use their truck for work. They have no... He says, I'm going to rescue you and make you both a symbol and a source of what? Of what? Now, how many know this is a word for right now? Can I hear an amen? He says, I'm going to rescue you. I'm going to sow peace and prosperity among you. You're not expecting it. You think that you're going to be a symbol of poverty and the curse, but I'm going to turn around and make you a symbol of peace and prosperity, and I'm going to make you both a symbol and a source. Shout out, Lord, make me a source. Make me a source. It says, I'll make you a source of blessing. So don't, say it out loud, don't be afraid. Come on, America, say it out loud. Don't be afraid. Come on, shout it out again. Don't be afraid. God knows that his blessings is stronger than any curse that it can overtake the country. And he says, even though there may be no jobs and there's violence and everything is looking dark and gloom, I am the source and I can turn you into a source when it looks like nothing is going to work. I'm going to make it work. Just don't be afraid. What does it say? Be strong. Be strong. And it says, get on with it. Get on. This is what the Lord of the, army, Lord of the Heaven's army says. I was determined to punish you when your ancestors angered me, and I did not change my mind, says the Lord of Heaven's armies. But now, say with me, but now. I am determined to bless. To bless. And what does it say at the end there? So don't be afraid. So don't be afraid. This is a word for today. No matter what you're hearing on the news, don't be afraid. Be strong. The source of the blessing will make you a source. What's going to happen when the government is broke? But how about the church being the source of a blessing to the people? Amen. Do you think you can do that? Do you think the God who created a perfect dwelling place before he created man to put man and woman in the perfect place with all the provision that man and woman needed to live for the rest of their life 
And many people say, yeah, but God did that once. No. Do you know the word of God says in Deuteronomy? That God says, I'm creating a place for you that is perfect and abundant with everything. He told the Israelites when they were getting out of Egypt, I'm creating a perfect place with you with the provision so big, it's going to take two men to carry the load of grapes to show you how marvelous and how big I am. How many know God has always been God and ruler, and he's the God of the armies, both of heaven, and he's going to move on your behalf to not only bless you, but make you a source of blessing. I'm, you and I, are, we're not going down in a recession. We're going to be a source of blessing through the recession. I believe it. I believe that we are going to be a blessing through the recession. We're not joining the recession. The blessing of Jehovah is stronger than any recession. Can I hear an amen? He says, I will make you prosperous. This word prosperous is the Hebrew word shalom. It means you're going to be healthy through it all. You're going to be secure through it all. You're going to be of good welfare through it all. You're going to be in a good condition through it all. You're going to be successful and sound and whole. And you, there's no reason to be fearful because everything is going to come out in a satisfied condition. This is what Abraham had. And this is what his seed is promised to have forever. That word shalom means you will come out unhurt and unharmed because of the government of his peace. Do you receive that tonight? Amen. Now let me just show you a few, few more scriptures here. It says, now it shall come to pass. It shall. Say it shall. It shall come to pass. It doesn't depend on the government. It depends on the kingdom of God. If you diligently obey the voice of the Lord your God to carefully observe his commandments, which I commend you this day, that the Lord your God, the Lord your God, shall set you high above all nations of the earth. And what does it say? And all these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you because you obey the voice of the Lord your God. And then it starts saying, blessed, blessed, blessed. Say it with me. Blessed, 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 blessed. I mean, I'm hearing too much poverty, need, doubt, lack, death, destruction. But God speaks blessing, 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 blessing. Your future does not depend in the natural realm. It's built upon the kingdom of God. Can I hear him? Amen both a source and a blessing. Now look at this, Proverbs 10, 6. The good man is what? He's what? Just like God told Abraham, I've got you covered with blessings from the head to the foot. But an evil man inwardly curses his love. He says, I've got you covered. Say, God's got me covered. He's got me covered. Listen, you need to just... Put all this in your heart because of the circumstances and the days we're living in. we got to put this in our heart. It says, wait a minute, God, I'm a good man. I obey your word. I'm living a life pleasing to you. So it says that I am covered with blessings. I am covered. Say, I'm covered. I'm covered with blessings from the head to the foot. Now look at 10.22. It says, the blessings of the Lord makes a person what? Makes a person what? Shalom. Blessed. Look what it says in Deuteronomy 28, verse 8. God hymns, God, God's blessing makes life rich. 
Nothing we do can improve on God. Whoa, hallelujah. Amen. God's blessing makes life rich. Do you receive that? Deuteronomy 28, verse 8. The Lord will command, make the blessings on your storehouses and all that you set your hand. He will bless you in the land which the Lord your God is giving you. There he's talking about material blessings. Ephesians 1, 3, he talks about spiritual blessings. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. You're connected to another, another source that this earth does not know. So you need to expect the spiritual blessings of God. Then you know, talk, Isaiah 53 talks about the physical blessings of God. But what I had shared with you before, you need to write this down. You need to be desiring the blessing. And you need to desire to be a source of the blessing. Amen. Desire the blessing. I talked about one of the worst things for a marriage is being passive. Well, we cannot afford to be passive as far as being a blessing and receiving the bless. Now, now, I was reading a book written by a Hebrew about what the Hebrews believe as far as the blessings of God go. And they are taught that they are worth the investment that God wants to put in them to bless them. And so they desire, they, know, they believe that God wants to bless them, so therefore they desire the blessing. You've got to desire the blessing, and you can see that all through history. Jacob wrestled with an angel saying, I'm not letting you go, even though you caused me physical harm. I'm not letting you go because my desire of the blessing is stronger than my desire of life. Now, a lot of times we don't desire the blessing that strongly. We're taught to claim it. But we're not taught that we can actually desire it with everything we have on the inside of us. I desire to be blessed. I desire to see the blessing break the things off of my life so I can be free. And this is another question. How important is the blessing to us? The word value connected to the word blessing means to attach great importance to it. Just a question. How often do we go through these scriptures about the blessing in a weekly, in a, in a week? How often do we meditate on the blessings of God? And how often during the week or do, during the days, how often do we ask God to bless us so that we can be a source of blessing? How often do we meditate on it? How much do we desire it? When, when you desire something, you value it. When you value it, it speaks about attaching great importance to it. It means to adore. To, to, uh, it, it speaks of making camel bends so that you can get on board. So when we value something, in other words, God is coming down and he's rev revealing to you in, at your place, at your level, where you can be blessed and you can arise with the blessings of God upon your life. Look, look what uh, Jesus said here in Luke chapter 12, verse 32. So don't be afraid. Say that with me. So don't be afraid. Listen, if you get on the Internet... Not only is the world speaking crash and destruction, the prophets are speaking crash and destruction. If you go by what you hear, you go by what you read on both sides, in the natural and in the spiritual, there's a lot of things coming across that's telling us that things are going to get worse and things are going to get bad. But that's why I've been sharing with you, where things may get worse or things may get bad, we are redeemed. And in all of this, he says, I've got you covered with the blessings from the head to the foot. And it says, here's, Jesus says, So don't be afraid, little flock, for it gives your Father happiness to give you the kingdom. 
Amen? It gives the Father, no, great happiness. Say that with me. Great happiness to give you the kingdom. So the blessing of God, it's God's ideal, and he wants you to want it. He wants you to desire it. Amen. So I just want to uh, show you this scripture here. See, I am sending you an angel before you to protect you on your journey and lead you to safely to a place I have prepared for you. God is preparing a place. Look, if he could prepare a place for over 3 million people and their clothes didn't wear out and he prepared water and food every day and shade uh, during the day and uh, heat during the night, he can, pro- he can provide and he could prepare for us. Amen goes on to say here, you must serve only the Lord your God. If you do, I will bless you with food and water, and I will protect you from what? Illness. There will be no miscarriage or infertility in your land, and I will give you long, full lives. Hallelujah. How many of you know we're not dying? I'm not going to die. How about you? I'm not going to die young. How about you? Are y'all here tonight? I mean, get a hold of this. I mean, we got to get a hold of this, and we got to desire it, and we got to build it up in our lives because he wants to prepare a place for you. He says in Deuteronomy 11, 21, that your days and the days of your children may be multiplied in the land which the Lord swore to your fathers to give them like the days, look at this, like the days of the heavens above the earth, or another translation says, like days of heaven on earth. Like days of heaven on earth. Even when things seem to be going bad, I'm claiming days like heaven on earth. And look at this right here. What it says in Psalms 126, 1 through 6. It seemed like a dream, too good to be true. When God returned Zion's exiles, we laughed, we sang, we couldn't believe our good fortune. We were the talk of the nations. God was wonderful to them. God was wonderful to us, and we are one happy people. And now, God, do it again. Bring rains to our drought and stricken lives so those who have planted their crops in despair will shout hurrahs at the harvest. So those who went off heavy hearts will come home laughing with armloads of what? Armloads of what? Of blessings. How many know God wants to bless you? You've been redeemed to be blessed. You receive that. Amen. Redeemed to be blessed. The Bible goes on. The redeemed of the Lord will come sing. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Why? I'm blessed. I'm favored. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He restores. Somebody shout out. Restore. Restoration is in the blessing. He leads me. Leading. Leadership is in the blessing. Prepare a table before me is in the blessing. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days. That's in the blessing. Uh, Things I haven't seen or heard yet is in the blessing. God builds hope within our lives so that we can be blessed and we know that we can be blessed now i want to read this to you instead of trying to find it It says in psalms 31 19 listen to this what a stack of blessings you have piled up for those who worship you ready and waiting for all who run to you to escape an unkind world what a stack of blessings you have piled up for those who worship you Reading and waiting for all who run to you to escape unkind world. The New Living says, how great is your goodness. You have stored up for those who fear you. You laugh as it on those who come to you for protection, blessing them before a watching world. It says he blesses those who worship. Now, I just want to give you a thought here. 
Next Sunday night, we've talked about this now for uh, over a month. Next Sunday night is a dedicated night of worship and praise. Now, what if everybody will come with the mindset, I am coming with an encounter with God to worship with all my heart, my soul, and my mind. And as I come to worship God, next Sunday night, there's going to be a breaking over the curse and the poverty and the areas of lacking in my life. And I'm coming next Sunday night, and there's going to be a release through worship and praise. And there's going to be an armload of blessings that's going to be released over my life. And then I'm going to be released to bless others. Why not? Why not? Amen? Why not? Now that word greatness is the word Hebrew word rob. And it means abundance. It means lots. It means numerous. It means things. He says, I'm, I'm stored up. I've stacked up blessings. It means things of great importance. Significant and noble. Because God wants the people to see that you are his blessed children. Amen. Let's stand up. And let's just praise him for that. Hallelujah. Lord, we come before you and we praise you that, Lord, just as we studied the last few Sunday mornings that marriage is your ideal and you have ownership of it, the blessing is your idea and you have ownership of it. And, Lord God, there is a supernatural blessing prepared and that you have prepared in your goodness the abundance and the overflow to bless your children. Father, I ask you in Jesus' name that the shalom, the peace, the prosperity, the well-being of God be upon each and every one who, Lord, accepts it and desires it. Lord, let our desire grow to where we're thanking you for it, to walk in it, not only to be blessed, but to go forth as those who keep pace with Abraham and being a blessing and even redeeming, rescuing, and blessing our relatives who may even be out of your perfect will. Lord, even as Abraham was with Lot, help us to redeem and help those, even those close to us, that we can be a blessing to them and show them your favor and your kindness. Lord, give us a heart to be sensitive towards the needs of others. Thank you, Lord God, for making us a compassionate and a giving church. A church, Lord God, who reaches out towards the needs of others because we know that you are the source of what they need and you're using us as managers to be a blessing to them. Lord, I praise you for what you're doing. I praise you for what you've already done. I praise you for the people in this church that, Lord, even go behind the lines. And, Lord, there's so many things that is unseen in the eyes of man and unknown, but you see what they do. Lord, I ask you that you bless them. And I think that each and every one here is covered by your blessing. No matter what comes the way into this world, we are above it. For you said, I will put you above it and not beneath it. I will make you the head and not the tail. Lord, we receive that promise and we praise you for it. Lord, forgive us for poor mouthing. Forgive us for complaining. Forgive us for words of doubt, words of that come out of a fearful spirit and not out of a heart of a child who trusts their father. Lord, we trust you tonight. We rest in you. We will not be moved, for you said it is your father's good will to give us the blessing. So, Father, we rest and I speak peace over your children. I speak peace over daddies and mamas tonight and children. 
young people, young married, singles. I speak peace over them. That they're not being turmoil of mind. And Lord God, we will not speak doubtful, but we will speak words of faith knowing that, Lord, you are the truth and the life. You came to give us abundant life. And through you and through your name, we will keep the devourer and the destroyer, the killer and the murderer away. And we will walk in the peace of God. We give you glory for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Listen, we love you. We bless you. If you need prayer, we're going to be here to pray with you tonight and aren't you with oil. But I want you to leave here meditating. I am blessed. I mean, just go away from here. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over. Am I blessed? And I'm going to give into other men's bosoms as God is blessing me. So rejoice. Have a great week. Be exuberant. Lord bless you. We'll see you Wednesday night for uh, the book of Romans. God bless you. Amen.